0: Welcome to the Special Needs Travel Podcast, a Lillian Magnolia Travel Production. I'm your host, Dina Farmer. I'm a mom of two wonderful little boys, one of which is on the autism spectrum. I'm a travel advisor, an IBCCS certified autism travel professional, and an accessible travel advocate. I believe travel is for everyone, and that's why on this podcast, we address ways to make travel accessible and successful for everyone. For more information about what I do and who I serve, head on over to travel.com. Hey Thane, what is one waterfall that you want to visit? Niagara Falls. Why do you want to go to Niagara Falls? Because it's taller than Big Ben. <laughs> oh, I see. Good morning and welcome to Episode 7 of the Special Needs Travel Podcast. In this episode, I've had the extraordinary pleasure of chatting with fellow travel agent Kevin Lowe. I haven't officially met him in person, but online I've gotten plenty of chances to speak with him and over time I think we've become friends and support each other in our travel businesses. On a recent episode of his own podcast, you'll learn how he operates his travel business and how Kevin is now able to see the world through sound. Um, AKA echolocation. It's, it's really interesting. So if you've got a few moments after you listen to this episode, go check that one out too. We also have a running joke about how Kevin quote unquote sees me and what I look like to him in his head. And basically um, I sound like to him, a blonde blue eyed woman from Kentucky. I didn't even know I have a southern twang, but apparently I do. Let me know. Do I? <laughs> Um, I'm so pleased to share his story of traveling the world while blind, and even with his vision gone, he is still able to be in the world and experience the world with all of his other senses. Kevin Lowe is the owner of Better Days Travel, where he designs luxurious vacations for those that are ready to start living out their dreams. He is also the host of his own podcast, The Lowdown on Life and Travel with Kevin Lowe. As much as he enjoys making people's dreams come true with his career as a travel advisor, he also loves to share his own unique view on life and travel. Kevin, as you know, is completely blind. And with that, it's interesting and amazing to understand how he is able to be a travel agent. Kevin's story is pretty awe-inspiring, but before we learn more about how he travels, let's take a few moments to listen to a few words from my sponsors. I'm your host, Dina Farmer, and today in my podcast, we have Kevin Lowe from Better Days Travel. Um, He is a travel agent, but today I'm asking him to actually speak in the perspective of a traveler. So Kevin, welcome to the show. Would you please uh, take a moment to introduce yourself?
1: Yes, thank you so much for having me. Um, Yes, I am Kevin Lowe. I am the owner of uh, Better Days Travel, and um, I guess the thing that makes me who I am is that I'm also completely blind, so.
0: Yes, and that is the main reason (laughs) I invited him today because, uh, as you know, my niche is special needs travel, but um, I haven't had the uh, perspective or, you know, opportunity to work with anybody um, with blindness, so... (laughs) (laughs) That's my son. But I wanted to um get your perspective on how um traveling works. So um for my first question, what I wanted to ask you is what can you tell me about um traveling in general um wild blind?
1: So I think I think most people kind of find it odd when I say like I have a hard time naming out like specific differences. Um, maybe it's because I've just gotten used to it and I've kind Mm -hmm. of traveled ever since going blind, but in general, um, differences, differences from somebody who's sighted. Um, obviously I'm traveling generally always with somebody else who is sighted, um, that I'm traveling with. So that's, that's a big thing. Um, but even in opportunities in situations when we have been traveling and maybe, we've been on a cruise ship or we've been at a different resort and say I'm you know, not with the other people in my party. Um, it's a big thing of just asking for help from the different you know, hotel staff or cruise workers um, to help me you know, maybe get to where I'm going um, in a new place.
0: Okay, um, so in that regards, um, what can you tell me about how travel suppliers um, are able or can or maybe strategies that they can use to meet your needs while traveling?
1: Yeah. So I think the biggest thing that I found is just training their workers on helping somebody who's blind. Um, I think so many times we get, we get kind of caught up when thinking of making things accessible for somebody who's blind. We think we've got to put braille on everything and, you know, we have to rely on, Different forms of talk, talking technology and and all of that's important, but nothing beats that human interaction. Right. And so to have somebody, a hotel staff member, who is not afraid to come up to me and ask, you know, sir, can I help you? You know, can I help you get somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's the biggest thing that I try to advocate for myself when when I do travel. Um, is you know, you know if if somebody isn't being overly helpful, which honestly most of the time people are. Yeah. Um, but if I don't, is is kind of trying to be an advocate for myself in telling them, you know, like how in ways that they could help me.
0: Okay. That, that totally makes sense. Um, I, I had someone recently on my podcast talking about uh, hotels. I don't think it was on, maybe it was on Disney property, but it was something like, that, there was something in a hotel room for where the um it would make a loud noise or some something to that effect like if there was somebody that not was knocking at the door or okay. I, I can't remember exactly yeah. it was something something like that there was something like some kind of way to notify you beyond just like <laughs>
1: of 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 course of course I've actually heard of things kind of like what you're talking about for somebody who um is hard of hearing who right. or who is deaf? Like where a light will pop on, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, in the room, like when a, when the door is knocked or something. So, so yeah, there's definitely definitely um, you know little things like that that you yeah. can see where they're trying their best to make things accessible.
0: And yeah, accommodating is best. Yeah.
1: Thing.
0: Um, did you find in your travels? Uh, maybe I know this is hard to comment in general, but maybe if there's restrictions, um, or if there's like difficulty in meeting your needs, especially, um, maybe when looking overseas as opposed to domestic?
1: Um, you know, not, not, not really. Um, I mean, granted, like I've said, I always travel with somebody else. Um, you know, so, so in that regard, um, yeah, I, I think, I think more than more than it may even sound kind of funny but Mm -hmm. more than more than like my blindness as far as accessibility and stuff um is I also have no pituitary function and so um it's kind of like my hidden disability and so it you know into in that regard like you know like we do a lot of cruises and different excursions and stuff and in say like a snorkeling excursion just to have them be able to have different drinks on hand like gatorade that i need like when i start getting dehydrated you know stuff like that um but but as far as the blindness um like i said it, it just it all comes back to to having like guides on different excursions for instance um who are just trained um you know to accommodate somebody.
0: I guess that would be the biggest thing is like how much I you know, because for me personally, um as we, uh, anybody who's listening to this podcast knows my son has autism. So that's my biggest concern is like how well trained our staff um to be able to meet his needs and um you know to be able to understand <laughs> a little bit about what uh our you know his disability is and okay. how best to accommodate that um,
1: of course really of good. course and I, I mean and it and it does it makes total sense um and you know like in terms of that you know as as you know fellow travel advisors we you know we know you know and you know more than I do that you know there are certain suppliers that will advertise that they you know will have things that cater towards the right. autism you know spectrum but um as far as ever, Really, hearing of any suppliers that you know? Hey, we you know have you know different training to cater to somebody who's blind. Mm -hmm. I've never I've never heard of that. Okay,
0: looking at different kinds of vacations, which type of vacation do you find uh, meets your needs over the others? So, for example, a cruise or going on a trip that you planned yourself.
1: Of course, of course. Um, You know, I think. I mean. Okay, it's hard to beat a cruise <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. for, from from the standpoint of of whether i'm'm I'm blind or you know or sighted um, just for the fact that it has everything packed into to one place right. um, and and cruises are relatively easy for me to to navigate in the fact that mm-hmm. you know they're comprised of basically straight hallways um wow. basically <laughs> laid out in like a grid and right. so so that is easy for me to, to navigate through, um, and, you know, in, in, while walking, say, like, the hallways from, you know, going from our cabin to wherever, you know, normally there's always room stewardess in the hallway, and they're always asking if I need help, you know, so, I mean, a cruise is definitely hard to beat <laughs> as, as far as, you know, the ultimate in accessibility.
0: Right, yeah, I guess, because it's already, um, yeah. I, 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 uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It appeals it to the large masses. <laughs>
1: of course. <laughs> and, you know. Of course. And like in and, and even I mean the cruises just because I've done more cruises than say like going to like a Caribbean resort or something. Um yeah. and so in the resorts that I have been to in the Caribbean, they've been extremely accommodating also. But I've just seen it even more so on the cruises. Um Right. And even on, and even, I mean, some may find it a shocker, but even on lines such as Carnival, which I think sometimes, really? people, yeah, <laughs> that gets, that gets like a bad rap. Yeah. Um, Actually, we've had the most amazing service on, on a Carnival cruise. And, and it's even little things like when we say, go into the dining room for dinner, the, the waiter will be right there and he will, will grab my menu and start to, to read the menu to me. Oh. And and generally, you know, I'm with my mom or, you right. know, some other family member and they're like, oh, you know, it's okay. You know, we can, you know, read it to him right. and, you know, and, and, so he's like, you know, and, but they're like, you know, and they are there though, like, you know, to help me. And so, you know, they, you know, turn the menu over and like, okay. And then though, like when they will bring out my food, the waiter, mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times immediately upon setting it down, they will ask me like, would you like me to go ahead and cut up your steak for you, sir? and just overly accommodating where it's just, it's really amazing, um, the level of just service and attentiveness that, that you receive, um, on, like I said, even, um, uh, you know, Carnival, which right. doesn't always get the best, you know, rap, so. Right,
0: <laughs> that is, yeah. wow, that's, that's really good to know, um, so then for my next question, I guess as a, a, a seeing person, I guess I don't know what is available as far as like, um, what's out there to meet your needs. So what can you expect? Like, um, as far as, um, like, is there, I don't know if that's the right word. Is that is the right? Brill everywhere. Yes. Or, you know, um, Are you allowed to take your, if you have a seeing eye dog, are you allowed to bring them on board or, you know, with you while traveling?
1: Of course, of course.
0: uh, Have available to you, I guess.
1: Of course, of course. So, yeah, so as far as Braille goes, um, most of the time, most of your elevators, you're going to find Braille um, on each of the buttons. There will normally be Braille on the buttons, um, as well as next to each of the cabins, um, on a cruise or in a hotel next to the hotel door, there will be, um, braille next to the room number. Um, so you will have that. Um, and then sometimes restaurants will have braille menus. Um, it's kind of the same, even just when not traveling. Um, some restaurants will have braille menus. Some don't. Right. Um, I don't use a seeing eye dog. Um, I just have my cane. Um, (laughs) But I do know that the seeing-eye dogs um, are more than welcome on cruise ships. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, they'll have areas on the ship um, with, like, the fake, like, AstroTurf for uh, them to go use the bathroom. <laughs> right. Yep. Of course,
0: they still have to go, right? They're, <laughs> they're dogs.
1: <laughs> exactly. And yeah. um, so, yeah, so they're accommodating with that. Now, I do know, though, that some of the ports of call mm-hmm. on cruises are definitely, like, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Mexico is one that is not as friendly as far as wanting a seeing eye dog, um, you know, coming into the country. So there's definitely different restrictions like that. If somebody who is blind, who has a seeing eye dog that definitely have to be accounted for, um, Mm -hmm. as to, you know, where they're traveling and what type of restrictions there may be, um, for their service animal.
0: Okay. So that would definitely be something that, um, especially if you're working with a travel agent that you'd want to uh, <laughs> make sure that you're aware of before you actually
1: take Absolutely. that trip. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh my
0: goodness. Yeah, there I I guess that's I'm you know, I'm still learning all of this stuff. So of course. um it's it's really interesting to get this perspective especially coming from my little bubble of autism (laughs) so uh, I really appreciate learning this so that's why I'm asking so many questions of course well I mean
1: I think I think you've probably you know learned it with your son and stuff Mm -hmm. you and like I said earlier, you have to be an advocate for yourself right and you know and, and and that's with with me I don't I don't expect people to know you know how to make things accommodating for me right off the bat right um and that's where, you know, I have no problem, you know, helping to, to teach people, you know, when I'm traveling, um, you know, of things that they could do that could, could make it easier for me.
0: That makes sense. Yeah. And I, like, just like autism, like everybody who's has blindness, like everybody's different.
1: <laughs> you, exactly. It's exactly. not the same across
0: the board. So yeah.
1: Yep. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Um, so I guess when we're speaking about this, what have you found in general with um, traveling while blind—that's your biggest struggle.
1: Oh wow! I know
0: that's kind of hard.
1: <laughs> that is hard. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness! I'm trying to think. No problem. I know. And I, can I know. It too. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You know, because I'm—I'm going to give you—I'm going to give you an example mm-hmm. of why I have a hard time answering that question. Okay. And, and it goes back to, to different people and the companies being so amazing. Right. To the point that, so I would start to say, oh, well, you know, it makes it hard. Like when traveling and doing say different excursions outside of a resort, Mm -hmm. you know, or cruise ship, you know, of not being able to see the, the different sites, you know, and stuff. Right. But they're so amazing (laughs) with me in that I don't feel like I'm missing out, um, on one of our cruises, we had stopped in Jamaica and, um, no, sorry, we did stop in Jamaica, but we also stopped in Puerto Rico. And so we had signed up to do a short excursion to do a walk through the rainforest.
0: (gasps) Wow. Yeah.
1: And so we, you know, got on the, the bus, you know, packed full of people and we're making the drive up into the rainforest and at the time I was having some issues with my knee and Mm -hmm. so we we honestly once we kind of realized how the trip was going and stuff we once we were on the excursion we kind of felt like you know what we may just kind of hang out like back in the parking lot area rather than going off on this hike you know because we just we didn't want to hold anybody up you know well the tour guide he found out that we you know weren't going to go on the hike and He was like, no, no, no. He's like, I would love to take him. He's like, Ah. let me, let me guide him. He's like, it doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. And so literally we then go, I was with my mom and sister. Mm -hmm. He, he led me. So I held onto his arm as we did the whole hike through the rainforest and he literally would go and he would stop and you would hear a different bird and he would be like, he, he'd tell me what that specific bird was or he would do the thing, you know, he's, he's the guide, so he can do right. whatever he wants. You know? <laughs> yeah. so, so he would, you know, jump off the path that they tell you not to get off of right. to go and bend down a tree branch for me to feel the specific type of leaves.
0: Oh, wow.
1: And just so literally I ended that whole experience and I was like, I never once felt like I never saw the rainforest. Right. And, and, and as I talk about it, I mean, in my mind, I picture it, I see it, right. you know? Right. You know, so it's just it it's just hard to me to think of negatives because mm. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely a glass half full person to begin <laughs> with. And so so the negatives definitely get pushed back. Right. Um probably if I asked my mom or sister, they could probably name off ten things off the off the top <laughs> of their head. But but for me, I'm just like struggling to think of of something that could be done, you know, differently.
0: Okay. That that is totally yes. fair. Ah, oh, that sounds I mean it's you know, and we we're talking to each other obviously over the internet, so we can't see yeah. each other. But yeah. that, like, just the way you're describing it, just sounds like, of course, yeah, it sounds amazing. Like, and that travel, you know, the travel guy was totally—he didn't yeah. have to do that for you. He didn't. And, and
1: again, <laughs> and again, going back to that was a Carnival cruise, right? Oh, it, what is and 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 it was literally just an excursion booked through Carnival.
0: Wow, that's. <laughs> Uh, but you know that kind of stuff restores like my faith in humanity like wow you know we still look out for each other it does it does i agree oh that is so nice yes (laughs) i love it oh my gosh okay but now that we are to this next question about disney because as everybody knows i'm a big disney fanatic of course (laughs) Um, So I do want to talk a little bit about Disney. And since you live in the sunshine state, I'm so jealous. Um, You're like almost right next door to Walt Disney World.
1: I am. I know. I'm so
0: jealous. Um, Can you share with me what Disney does um, to meet the needs of someone that's blind? I know what they do for um, other hidden disabilities, which I don't, I don't, I have to double check. I don't know if the DAS pertains to blindness, but Maybe you could speak a little bit on it.
1: Um, so I will be honest, I don't mm-hmm. have a whole lot of experience with it. Um right. and in a lot of familiarity, but there are some things that I think one of the coolest things that pops immediately into mind mm-hmm. um is something that I've not actually experienced for myself, but had seen it. I think it was through like a shared article on Facebook at some point. And it was where where Disney does their, I don't know if it's done every night or Friday night, Saturday, where they do the big fireworks display Mm -hmm. at night. But they actually have this tactile board that somebody who's blind, you can feel. And somehow it's literally as the fireworks are going off, Mm -hmm. it's tactile. And so the board raises up like the firework. And you can just feel the whole thing while you're watching it. Um, Which I just think is absolutely out of this world. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. (laughs) Um, You know,
1: so um, other than that, um, you know, as far as like Disney goes and stuff, they're just, Mm -hmm. I mean, as you know, Disney's just top notch. And so when (laughs) you want to talk about service, accessibility, I mean, they're just on the game every way around. So yeah, but I don't, I don't have any other specific examples, you know, because we live in Florida, so of course we take Disney, you know, we uh, we for take granted it for granted. A little bit, yeah. We <laughs> take it for granted, so we. <laughs> It'll so, always be
0: there.
1: <laughs> yep. So. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's the thing. So I don't. I, I'm sorry. I know you're probably ready to beat me up for it, uh, but no, um, no. But I don't. <laughs>
0: Only a little bit, Kevin.
1: Only a little bit. Okay. Okay. Just a little bit. I'm glad glad we're not in person.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're so funny. Um, So we did talk a little bit about um, different travel suppliers, but can you tell me what your, um, I guess what your favorite travel experience has been with uh, suppliers that are accommodating your needs? And maybe you could mention one that has been the most difficult. So, your favorite
1: and the most okay. Um. So, I think I would, if I was going to rank in order the favorite, mm-hmm. I think I've already told you the experience going through the rainforest. Right. Of a supplier going completely above and beyond. Right. To meet that. So, that, that was definitely it. Um, as far as the worst trying to think back to an example that I could give you because I know there's been some situations oh, um, no. <laughs> you know I, I'm just trying to think yeah um, everything hasn't been you know rosy and, of and course. wonderful
0: I think any <laughs> uh, even if you're like uh you know neurotypical or you have no disabilities whatsoever like you can still have a terrible
1: you can <laughs> of course you can't of course yeah. you can't and and you know there's never been, and I, and I'll be honest when I say this. Mm-hmm. There's never been, as far as I can recall, a situation that I've had a negative experience because of me being blind.
0: Okay, that's really. It good may to be
1: know. negative experience of a hotel room not being cleaned, or you ah, know something like that. But right. never, never, never that I can recall mm-hmm. have I had a situation while traveling that has been negative because of me being blind.
0: Well, that's and, really And great.
1: honestly, I think that is, is one of my biggest things when I talk about travel to people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think that's one of the reasons why I love traveling so much. Right. I love to travel before I went blind and I even love it, I think even more so after going blind. Um, and I think it's because of that. Everybody is so accommodating. Everybody is there for you to have the time of your life. And you know, and so it's just it makes for the most wonderful experience. And um and yeah, and so that's what as I'm I continue, I'm I'm pretty much I'm I'm final answer. I have not had a bad experience because of being blind.
0: <laughs> well that is awesome. I'm so glad. Yes. <laughs> not for blindness, but for you know
1: exactly, of course. <laughs> other
0: typical uh of course. while traveling.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. That's that's really good to know. Yes. Um so is there anything that you would tell anyone that is about to take their first trip uh, while blind? Would you have any kind of
1: yeah tips for so, them? <laughs> yeah, of course. So I think for myself, mm-hmm. my tip would would be to to not be afraid to ask for help. Um,
0: right, that's the, a really good. You
1: know, one. I think traveling for anybody even who is quote unquote normal who doesn't have mm-hmm. any disabilities traveling is stressful yeah. it can be scary and so then add in the fact that you can't see your surroundings right. you know it, it can definitely enhance that and so don't be afraid to ask for help um you know and that's you know a big thing you know that especially you know after I went blind mm-hmm. you know it, it took a while to get to that point because you you go from this fully independent to now having a quote unquote disability. Right. And, you know, and so just not being afraid to ask for help when you're in the airport and you're trying to make it to your gate. And yeah, in, right. in normal circumstance, could you find your way? Absolutely. Whether you have a guide dog or a cane, you mm-hmm. can navigate, but you know what, if you have somebody there who can help you, advantage of it. Yeah. It will take the stress off of you and make things a little bit more enjoyable.
0: So, sorry, you just talked about the airport and I, do you take advantage of um, the TSA cares program? I don't know if that applies, but I know that I'm something not sure
1: that, what, I'm not sure even what that is.
0: Oh my gosh. It's, um, so we use it for my son, uh, because okay. he has a hidden disability, but basically it's like, um, you call this, the TSA cares number before you get on your, you, you go to the airport um, okay. and they help you through security. Uh, like, so the, usually it'll, they'll like let you go through um, like, as long when you get to the front, you know, and talk to the TSA air agent, like that's where they'll help you is like getting through it more easily. Oh, okay. um, and I loved it because like um, my son didn't then have to take off his shoes and his jacket and he was wearing um, earmuffs. So they let him keep them on and he went through the metal detector Mm. um, and they just like,
1: that's awesome oh it was
0: so great kevin like they explained everything the whole step of the way there was like no pressure and the agent even like walked me and my two boys to our gates rather than just being like okay bye <laughs>
1: yes yeah
0: <laughs> which i was like oh my gosh what See, a great that's, program that's
1: all aw- and that's called tsa cares
0: yeah mm-hmm. i'll send awesome. it to you um and i'll leave a link to it in the show notes too yes perfect yeah.
1: that's awesome
0: yeah, it's such a great program. I think it applies to every disability. Um, of
1: course. So it's course.
0: just oh, such a great, oh, yes. a great, great. I wish more people knew about it because it's just like. Of
1: course. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh that's awesome.
0: Yeah. Okay, so we are getting down to the final two questions. And I think you've talk, touched on this a little bit. But is there one thing that travel suppliers could do that could make your experience traveling better probably not because you see you okay
1: so it. all right so i may get i may get some get some haters on this oh one, okay. but but ditch the braille and let's go more technology Ooh. because so mm-hmm. a lot of people always think you're blind you know braille right the fact not- is The most, most blind people don't know Braille because. I was just
0: about to ask that. Is that, that's not necessarily the truth. Okay.
1: Exactly. Just because it's, you don't use it anymore Mm -hmm. because of technology. And so when, like, for example, when I go to a restaurant and Uh there's certain restaurants that the, the hostess will be so excited because they have a Braille menu and they, they bring you this Braille menu and it's as thick as a phone book. (laughs) and, 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 and so I've. I used to break their hearts oh. by just telling them right away, no, it's, it's okay. I'll, I'll have somebody read it, Right. but they would get so disappointed. Now I just tell them, oh yeah, thank you. And I go ahead and take the menu and, <laughs> and then go ahead and have whoever I'm with read it to me. Right. Um, because I know Braille for a very basic sense for like labeling files and such, uh, okay. but not for reading a full menu. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think that's the biggest thing, um, is I feel And even even in hotel rooms, you know, a lot of times they have different flat screen devices and stuff, um, most of which are not always accessible, um, except for, and that's where, like, I'm a huge proponent of Apple products. Right. Because all of Apple products are completely, 100% accessible to the blind. Yeah.
0: Right, 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 right. And so
1: so there's so many times, like, at at a restaurant where they, Mm -hmm. you know, want to give you, like, a braille menu, and I'm like, guys you should just have like an ipad menu right you know stuff like that um
0: that makes a lot of sense
1: so i definitely you know technology is incredible Mm -hmm. um i've said i'm very blessed to have gone blind in a time period when i have um, right because of technology so i think if there's anything they could do is utilize technology more um for the accessibility features
0: that would be phenomenal (laughs) for sure yeah i think that's something uh and this is just uh in my experience that i've noticed in japan a lot okay it's lots of speaking things so like we've yes. gone to sushi restaurants and like the you know the it'll be like a i don't know a monitor or something at the table and it speaks okay. to you and i'm like ah, oh. that's so
1: cool it's so that's nice, awesome you
0: know because it's like well now i don't you. You know, if I'm not paying attention or, you know, or something like it, that, it speaks to you, like when your food's coming, like, Hey, in three minutes, your sushi's going to be here or whatever. <laughs> See, like, Oh, cool. okay. I'm prepared.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. That's, I hope that more, if anybody is listening to this little humble podcast, <laughs> <laughs> I hope
1: right. that's
0: something that I'll adopt is bringing more technology for sure. Cause
1: exactly. that's the way
0: it is in this day and age anyway. Of um, course.
1: Exactly. And totally something
0: that I've noticed um, with some t- hotel suppliers too, and I need Disney to get on board with this as well, but like yeah. having technology uh, regardless, like yep. makes everybody's travel experience a lot easier.
1: Of course, you know? I agree.
0: But I totally, I, that is, it's not even something I thought about, Kevin, so yeah. that's <laughs> totally amazing.
1: I'm yeah, glad I'm, I'm opening your eyes.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> are, and I really appreciate you.
1: Um,
0: so now that we've gotten to this, my final question, but okay. um, what is something that you would like to touch on that we haven't discussed thus far?
1: Oh, wow. I
0: know.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, I think, I think the biggest thing with mm-hmm. anybody, and I think it concerns any disability, right? is remembering that just because somebody's disabled mm-hmm. doesn't mean they don't want to live life. Oh, and, so you know, true. because I think so many times I find it with, with me being blind mm-hmm. it's like, people want to put you in a box right? and, and even, and even, I mean, on cruises we've gone on, I can't tell you every single cruise I've ever been on, mm-hmm. somebody will stop whoever I'm with, generally my mom.
0: Right.
1: And they'll say, oh my goodness, it's so um, wonderful that you've brought him out on this cruise. <laughs> And of course, of course, me being the smart aleck I am, I'm always like, yeah, I know. I'm so glad they finally let me out of the cage, you know, (laughs) but, but, you know, but, but I think, I think that's the biggest thing is no matter whether it's you're blind Mm -hmm. or you're deaf or you're, you know, you're paralyzed, whatever disability it is, you're just like everybody else. You want to travel. And, and so I think that's the biggest thing, you know, for people to remember, um, is that you know? Everyone just wants to be able to live life, no matter you know what your situation is.
0: That's so true. That's I love that. That's that's so true. I I wish that we would stop, uh, you know, marginalizing people with of course, disabilities exactly. and like just exactly we all want to travel
1: <laughs> exactly regardless I mean, of our ability exactly. And I mean, I think I think things have come a long ways, mm-hmm. you know, but but it's still it's so foreign to people who are not disabled themselves or do not right. know somebody with a disability, you know, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, it's so foreign to them. Um, and, you know, and it kind of comes back to that, you know, original thing, you know, we talked about of the importance for, you know, advocating right. for ourselves. hundred um, percent. Yeah.
0: That is so true. Oh, my God. Yes. that I was like, I'm going to cut this out and <laughs> put it like all over my website. That's so true. It's so true, Kevin. You just hit yeah. the nail on the head for <laughs> sure. Oh, my gosh. All right. So now we're towards the end of the podcast. So we're going to launch right into our quickfire questions. Of course, they have a little bit to do with Disney, but I spiced it up. <laughs> and have okay. some questions that aren't Disney.
1: Awesome. Um,
0: but the first one is because you live so close to the most magical place on Earth, what is your favorite Disney park?
1: Epcot. 100%. Uh,
0: why do you like Epcot? See, I'm not going to lie. Like thus far, except for earlier when I was recording, somebody said Animal Kingdom, but for the most part, it's been the Magic Kingdom. So
1: Of course, yeah. everybody likes the Magic Kingdom, yeah. but, but they've not grown up. Me,
0: uh, I grew
1: up. I grew up here. And so every field trip in school, mm-hmm. you, of course, don't get to take a field trip to the magic kingdom but you do get to take a field trip to epcot because it has all these different things yeah and so i don't know maybe that's why i fell in love with it so much because i've I've been so many times as a Mm -hmm. kid but i just love the whole the whole aspect of it and especially my favorite time is when they have like the food and wine festival oh yeah yeah (laughs) i mean you can't beat it so no
0: No, i feel like that's my favorite to eat around the world
1: (laughs) yeah so you got you guys can have your mickey mouse i'm going to epcot (laughs) (laughs)
0: i love it epcot is that's a epcot's right behind tokyo disney sea for me for sure yeah
1: yes (laughs) there you go
0: yeah okay so what is your favorite ride at disney
1: disney world so Mm -hmm. i don't know what it's called now i call it what i think it used to be called the rocky mountain railroad uh, um, yeah
0: big thunder mountain railroad
1: big thunder mountain that's yeah. it. it's like mm-hmm. the the train like in an old like mining town yes
0: the wildest yes. ride in the wilderness yes,
1: exactly <laughs> yeah. i'm all about it all about that one
0: <laughs> that's a fun that's my uh i think that's my son's first roller coaster
1: yeah you, that's yeah cool.
0: mm-hmm. you really yep. like that one
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> awesome.
0: okay so um what is your favorite disney vacation
1: like what favorite, kind of? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, going back, favorite Disney vacation memory was me and my family. We used to camp at. I think it was called like Fort Wilderness. Yep,
0: still called Fort Wilderness.
1: Yep. Okay, cool. So we we went camping there. This was when I was real young, mm-hmm. and we had actually borrowed my aunt and uncle's pop up camper. Oh. And so we went over there, and I actually now I'm thinking about. It, I think they went with us also, mm-hmm. and. And I remember us having this pop-up camper, and of course, of course, you know, it had been sitting out in the yard forever. So, you know, it was full of—I don't mean to get gross, but it was full of cockroaches. <laughs> uh- <laughs> which I mean, it was a true camping experience, right? But, but that was definitely—I mean, that was when I was so little. But I still remember us having, you know, sneaking out like on the the golf carts that you got at the campsite, you know, and we would, you know, run all around with those and we would, you know, um, steal the, uh, I think it was like the ladies, they had their golf carts and us guys would go and steal steal their golf carts when they were in, you know, doing whatever. So so that was definitely my favorite Disney vacation. Oh,
0: that sounds like so much fun. And, and honestly,
1: like when I think back, I don't even know that we actually went into any of the parks. I think we just did the whole camping experience. Oh, yeah. And it was, it was a blast. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: That is awesome. And it, it, just in case you didn't know, you can, um, for my listeners still go camping. Uh, when Disney opens on July 11th at the time of this recording, um, uh, there's campsites still at Fort wilderness. And I think it's like last time I checked was $25 for the site and then you just bring your trailer or you pitch tent oh, wow. or whatever that's, but it's that's
1: super reasonable
0: i know it's still there so that's awesome that's and very that's, cool i think like the coolest thing about that whole experience is that they have like chip and Dale, um will like roast marshmallows and tell yes, stories and stuff and exactly, yeah. yeah. exactly. <laughs> i like what a great idea disney you're really on top of this like i love that's it right.
1: I agree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay.
0: So, my next question is, what is your most memorable Disney moment?
1: All right. So, that one, mm-hmm. again, wasn't actually in the theme park. Okay. Um, so, there's a hotel, I think, I wonder if it's still called the Contemporary.
0: Yep. The Contemporary Resort. Yep.
1: Yep. So, it's kind of like the big, like, triangular shape, and it has mm-hmm. the the monorail runs right through the center. So. Right. So there's a time period where me and my dad, I was, I was little, I was in, I think like third grade and we found this restaurant at the top of that hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point in time, it was called like top of the world. and uh,
0: Yeah. I think it's now it, called California Grill.
1: Okay, perfect. That's the same one. And yeah. so we went, it was my ninth birthday and me and my dad, we drove over to Orlando. It was a school night. Um, my mom was not happy about, me being out so late, but <laughs> I was with dad, so we we went over there, and of course, you know, I'm with my dad, we don't plan anything, and mm-hmm. so we <laughs> had no reservations or anything, and so we go walking into the restaurant, well, to our amazement, the place was packed. <laughs> right, of course, <laughs> of course, and so we ended up, we, we put our name in, you know, and of course, they're like, do you have reservations? We're like, no, and they, of course, look at us funny, and we're like, listen, no, we didn't realize it was gonna be so busy, Right, you know, so So, anyways, we end up finally getting a table. Well, it just so happened we got this little tiny table for two, um, kind of in, like, the bar area of the restaurant. But we were right next to one of the big, massive picture windows. And during our meal, which the whole meal was an experience in and of itself, It (laughs) it was the first time that either of us had ever had sushi. Oh, okay. And so we did not know that. What um, wasabi was (laughs) We didn't know What the shaved ginger was Mm -hmm. We thought the Wasabi was guacamole (laughs) And and we thought that the Ginger was shaved ham
0: Oh jeez
1: and so literally we, we both split up the pile of wasabi thinking he <laughs> was guacamole and ate it in one bite. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I've never, I had just tears streaming down my face, but, but Jeez. anyway, so that, that's, that's not, that's not the happy memory of the night. No, <laughs> Memory was the fact that here we are, we're sitting at this table Well, all of a sudden the fireworks start going off. Right. And we're right at the massive window. And here we are, the two guys who, you know, were bad and didn't get dinner reservations and weren't in the main dining room. And all of a sudden our entire table is surrounded by everyone else in the restaurant because <laughs> we had the best seats in the house for the, for the fireworks this way. And so now we're like, huh, now you see, maybe you shouldn't get your reservations either. You know? So nah, that was definitely like, a, that was, I think the best like memory um, uh-huh. I have. So
0: I love it. That's uh, you right there is the whole reason I love booking (laughs) Disney vacations. Exactly.
1: It's just, it's those, it's those unexpected moments Mm -hmm. with Disney that makes it the magical place that it is.
0: Yes. I a hundred percent agree with that. And that's why we go uh, time and time again, because predictable and because of those magical moments for sure. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite table service restaurant at Disney Park or Resort?
1: So I love the, um, I think, is it like the rainforest restaurant? The one that's inside the tree at Animal Kingdom?
0: Um, I think that might
1: be Tifton's.
0: Maybe Tiffin's? Tifton's?
1: I don't know. I just remember it was super cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I haven't. I have not personally been, I haven't spent a lot of time eating at Animal Kingdom. Okay. So just go to Tusker House over and over again, or okay. like the new one in um, Pandora, because I just, yeah. <laughs> I have food allergies, so I just like, ah, I just, I know what I know. <laughs>
1: so, so now I've heard, so when I went to Animal Kingdom, that mm-hmm. was before they, they created the whole Pandora
0: mm-hmm.
1: place, and I heard that's really awesome.
0: Oh, uh, it um i think it's phenomenal but i haven't talked about this yet on my my podcast but um i get motion sick really easily and i know we talked Uh, about just a little bit before we came on here but the um the flay avatar i just simply cannot do because it's a screen ride
1: yeah yeah,
0: but it's okay it's not the end of the world like i'm not gonna die because i can't ride one
1: (laughs) well you know what maybe Mm -hmm. you should try it out being blind close your eyes
0: oh my gosh I wonder Bingo. if that would change something about Bingo.
1: it. No Bingo. No more motion sickness.
0: No more motion sickness. Yes.
1: <laughs> no, For don't my, try it. I know. Don't try it and then <laughs> you'll blame it on me. <laughs> I
0: know. But Kevin told me. No, I was said that if my son, because I'm planning a trip with him next spring, and if he really <laughs> wants to ride flight of pastures, I will take a Dramamine and
1: yeah, figure it go.
0: out. Um, yeah. But it's, it's like... It looks just like the movie. So if you've never been, like to anybody that's listening, it's just 100%. Like if you've ever seen the movie, it looks just like it with the floating trees and the waterfall and like you can make yourself an avatar on the Flight of Passage ride. Um, And I really like the the other ride, Navi River Journey, which was – it's just a leisurely boat ride. Okay. Okay. Why I go to Pandora is because the food (laughs) – is amazing is it yeah
1: oh wow like
0: a big foodie so like they have these um some people will disagree with me but there's these um pineapple lumpia that are just like the best deep fried <laughs> little uh
1: what are they
0: so it's like deep like if you've ever had like an egg roll um, or lumpia before it's like a Filipino egg roll or spring oh, roll kind of. Okay, okay. Um, but they stuff pineapple in it, and they change the flavors, so it, it'll be yes. something different, I'm sure, beyond this oh, podcast. Wow. But ugh, oh, so good, so good. Yeah. Oh I, my goodness,
1: that I, sounds amazing. It's
0: amazing, and they have like a, of course, like adult beverages. I. Um, yep. There's like you don't so, have
1: any of those, do you? No. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no, I'm always with my kids. I have to stay
0: sober. <laughs> That's right um but there's like this other place called the Setuli canteen and they've got like this best shaved beef that i've ever had in my life and it's like on top of um i think you can have it on noodles or rice or couscous or whatever but it's all so good
1: wow that (laughs) sounds amazing
0: and it's like you know seared so you're not you don't have overcooked beef and um, of
1: course
0: oh it's so good like i could just eat in pandora just like I could eat around the world in Epcot, same thing. Wow, so
1: it's, all right, now that so sounds good. good. You should that add it to your good.
0: list, like just the Animal I am, Kingdom, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Spend the day in Pandora, and just that's like, right. Oh, it's so pretty.
1: That sounds awesome. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. <laughs> okay, Kevin. Well, I'm at the end of my list for questions. So, would you mind sharing with everybody um, how they can find you on social media or reach out to you if you have any, if they have any questions?
1: Of course, of course. So, um, so again, my, my agency is Better Days Travel. Um, that's a central um, place that you can find all my contact information and links to social, social media. And that's just betterdaystravel.com. But you can also find me um, on Facebook and Instagram. Both of those are just going to be at Better Days Travel. And then of course I do have my my newly launched podcast.
0: Great. Right. And
1: so you can find that on all the major podcast players and that's called The Lowdown on Life and Travel and don't forget to spell low correctly. L O W E of course that's because it's my last name. So right. Yeah. So um and you no know, again all of that is accessible, you know, from my my main website, thebetterdaystravel.com.
0: Awesome. And I will definitely make sure to put all that information in the show notes. Um, so you'll be able to find it there. Wonderful. Well, again, thank you so much, Kevin. It was really a lot of fun talking. Um, I would love to have you back on sometime in the future. Maybe we'll talk about some other <laughs> travel yes. topics. That would be awesome. Of course.
1: When, when, You know what? The next mm-hmm. time I have a really bad experience, I'll be sure to let <gasps> you know yes. since I didn't, I didn't have an answer for that one. So.
0: Perfect. I'll be yep. looking forward to that then.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much and have a good day, Kevin.
1: All right, thank and, you. Yeah,
0: and as always, thanks for listening to the Lily and Magnolia Travel Podcast. And I'll see you real soon. Thanks for listening to the Special Needs Travel Podcast, a Lily and Magnolia Travel production. If you like what you heard, please hit subscribe and leave a review. Travel is for everyone, no matter their ability. If you have any questions or you want to continue the conversation, I'm available on email at dina at lillianmagnoliatravel.com or you can reach my sponsor, www.travmarketmedia.com. I would love to hear from you. And as always, I will see you real soon.